Yo, what's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Anime Plus podcast. This is your podcast for everything anime and anime related. And as always, I'm your boy A-Ray, and I'm with my guy Own. You know, this is going to be a little bit of a different episode just because we usually post on Tuesdays. Um, and I'll be honest, we didn't hold that commitment. And that's just because I've been sick. You know, Owen's been committed, but it's me. I've been having a hard time. So whatever, man, it's fine. We're still posting this. We're going to get this episode posted no matter what. And I know it's a few days late, but we are getting this episode out here before the week ends. So anyways, man, we, we actually got a pretty cool one for you guys today. Obviously, there's been Vinland Saga season two that came out this this recent spring season and, you know we have some interesting thoughts on Vinland Saga um as one of our guests that actually pulled up on our last pod or was it the pod before two pods ago Measy, yeah. he yeah he called it Midland Saga I don't know if we're gonna have the same thoughts as he did but you know, we're definitely gonna have some interesting thoughts on Vinland Saga so let's start off with that what, what okay. do you think so far of the season okay first thing I want to say shout out A-Ray my boy has been sick He's still popping out to the pod, you know. But he's a fucking warrior, bro. Let's fucking get it. Shout out to him. Prayers up yeah, to him, man. bro. <laughs> Let's go. Loyal, man. <laughs> but fucking... Okay, so my boy Meezy, two pods ago, he said... We asked him um, what are his worst animes or what are his least favorite animes. And he said he called it Midland Saga, right? Um. Okay, so honestly, I watched the first season of uh, Villain Saga amazing right great and the main thing i loved about it was the fights right we had okay just off rip we had tours you know original going off on like 50 dudes with just his hands like amazing and then from that we get great like um like basically you could say character development for the kid because he was traumatized in the beginning like torfin was traumatized that kind of led him to become you know the demon he was and we saw him from like you know getting his ass kicked to starting to like you know um kill one or two people and then get crazy enough to to beat that like to verse the um, the big dude that nobody else wants to verse i honestly forgot his name at the moment but he was um the you guys know what i'm talking about the big the Thor big Kyle, uh, right I yeah Thor Kyle, Thor. yeah yeah that dude basically and but no one can fight the dude. The dude is too big. He literally takes out armies on his on his own. So the fact that Torfin could even fight him is just deadly, which makes him honestly one of the most powerful characters in 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 the whole world at that point, in my opinion. But now we're getting to the second season, right? And I just don't like where it's heading. Like I don't like the passiveness. We just see like first of all, we start off with like yo. Know, it's bad funny because the dude's name is anal, bro. Like, like the way they say it, bro. I be fucking dying, bro. <laughs> but yeah, so like, yo, I, so, I never noticed that. <laughs> like, you know how like Japanese people, right? They don't say L, but they say R. So it's like every time I think about it, like that. <laughs> these dudes are look. He tries to anal. This shit is funny as fuck. But yeah, wait, so we get. Wait, does your does your subtitles like how does your subtitles spell it? E, I think it's E I N A R. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just like the way it's said, like I've heard it said so many times, bro. It's funny as fuck every time I hear it. <laughs> I don't know why I had that as the first thing that came to mind, but it was. <laughs> but okay, so we got his backstory, and I don't know if the, he's gonna play. Like okay, right now we have what ten episodes. If he, like, okay, I want it to go either two ways. I want either 
uh, Aner to take the the torch. You know, maybe Torfin actually teaches him how to fight, and then he could become the next demon. I mean, that's something I would wouldn't mind seeing. But the thing is, we saw Torfin become a demon, and now this dude is literally just a slave. Like we got we got Aner's backstory, right? I don't know what it's gonna like equate to in the future. To be honest, like. It was okay, but it was like honestly, okay. What it was was basically showing the other side of um, Torfin's, you know, his pillaging and whatnot. It showed like the other side, but we're used to like the fights. Like that's what my main thing about Golden Saga was the fights and the gore. And now we're just getting like, like he just lost all hope in reality. He just he's a slave. I mean, I get what, but he where he's coming from. He killed a lot of people. Obviously, he's feeling guilty. But, bro, we're not here for a fucking sob story. I'm trying to, like, see some fucking Vikings fight. You know what I mean? What do you think about that? <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. Um, It's like the story is doing a whole 180. You know, um, if we want to talk about character development, and I know me and you talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, yeah. So we're going to save that for later in the pod. But it, I don't really like Thorfinn's character development. Like, yeah, I get that, you know, he's a slave now. He's regretting his pillaging and all the stuff that he did in the past but still it's like we all want to see that badass character and we want to see what we saw in the first season and I think a lot of people really just enjoyed watching that and to see him kind of fall off and become who he is like he he barely stood his ground against some I think his name was Snake and that or oh, not yeah. Snake but Snake's like Hedgeman yeah he barely stood his ground oh, yeah, yeah right? that dude yeah 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 i mean he you didn't know, do he... anything he was just getting sliced yeah like right right it's like okay so the dude has lost all morale to even live at this point this dude is literally like i'm not even trying to be fucked up to torfin because bro shout out his season one like he was elite but bro my man's an npc now like they literally got the dude <laughs> like straight up they got this dude freaking being a slave getting beat the shit out of when honestly he can probably take out Every single person on that farm, without taking without getting a hit, he could take out everybody. But like, I think okay, so okay, you've killed a lot of people, right? But the thing is, you still have the skill that you you should use for the greater good. And I'm not saying go kill and pillage people, but bro, you can be like a fucking crazy like person in the army, and you like you know how Batman does it. Like he doesn't really kill anybody, but he just knocks them unconscious or you know gets them like almost near death or whatever if he's feeling bad he could kind of do that but like i don't know it's just getting kind of mid now like you know as Mizi said it is like the second season it's midland saga i'm not getting any joy from it we're we're pretty much just getting like npc vibes from the dude i don't know how he's gonna turn it around if he turns it around by the end of the second season i'll give him props but for the future of what I'm seeing, it's just, bro, we guys' character development from he was basically leveling up as a warrior. He was leveling up constantly throughout the battles. And then now he's just at a, such a decline where it's like we like we don't want to see the main character just be just like mope the whole time. Because like I, I, okay, I always like try comparing him to his dad or whatnot. I, like I know that's not fair for him. But bro, his dad was a fucking beast. He was probably what the most OP character in the whole in the whole show. And then the thing is, he was following in his footsteps, which was great, which we loved, honestly. And now that he's just like, you know, like even that last episode, that just 
I thought something was gonna like take this a spoiler alert for the last this last episode. Like I'm not really gonna go into too much detail, but I really thought he was gonna come back to life with it, but he honestly did not come back to life. And if anything, he got worse. Like he got he got yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything too much, but let's just say he got worse. But what do you think about that? Like his, this whole, his whole character development in the second season and how he's just not, he's really just an NPC. That's funny. I was going to say the same thing. Like I was waiting for that one badass moment where something in his, his mind kind of like ticked him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a just, snap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where he just went and like bodied everybody in the farm, like all the, you know, all the assholes that were there. <laughs> Um, he did have that one punch, but he got his ass beat, bro. And Aner or Ano, whatever you want to call him, that dude is supposed to be like he's supposed to be the NPC, you know what I mean? Like, he's supposed to be that like kind of weak supporting character that like talks a big game, thinks he's strong. But he was the one that beat everyone's ass, but not not Thorfinn. Thorfinn was knocked out on his ass cold, you know, bloodied up face. You couldn't even see his eyeballs, like, he was fucked up, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, literally, literally, the dude's just taking in pain for no reason at this point. Right, right. And like, it's kind of sad. Like, you would think the the main character would not get his ass beat like that after we've seen how OP and strong he was. You know what I mean? Like, it's like he took all these steps forward, and now he's back to square one. And he's basically, like, like his his body's built, but he's basically still kind of like a weak shit. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Now he's weak, he's yeah. weak mentally, and, like, it looks like, you know, like, fighting-wise, he lost all the skill. Yeah, like, okay, so I've... I don't, okay, so personally, I think that fighting wise, I don't think he's lost all of skill. I think that he's still like the beast that he is. See, see, I agree, but it feels like he like where's his skill at? You know what I mean? Like he should not be getting knocked around by those guys. You know what I no, mean? No, no, yeah, it's because I mean he he just lost the will to fight. Like this dude literally just he just doesn't want to even uh, hurt anybody, and it's just like yo you. I get it. It's a drastic change. You're guilty. You're guilty for all the people that you, you've killed. But there's something about standing up and defending yourself. Like, okay, so I'm kind of going to go to compare this with like One Piece. With Remember the, the little arc with a Luffy getting beat the shit out of by Bellamy? And then at the end, Bellamy just one-shots him. Like uh, Luffy just one-shots Bellamy. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want something like that, right? And I was expecting something like that, especially in the, this last episode. I was like, because they had they had a um, basically like if not a flashback, but they had like a a thought. Like he he got like once he got unconscious, he got put into this realm, and it was this whole thing where like um, who is that um, yeah uh Ashirad Asca- came Asca- yeah Ascalad yeah yeah basically he came right, and you know how he was kind of the father figure. So he said they had that whole little conversation. And I thought from that conversation, he was going to get up and he was going to be like the fucking demon back to what he was. But bro, this dude became more of a post and he was like, yo, I'm not going to touch anybody ever again. Like, bro, I'm just not fucking with it. I need to see how it goes. I'm honestly thinking about like not even watching it anymore. If it doesn't get better yeah, like pretty quickly. I don't know. It's just not my type. You, you know what's crazy? On the opposite opposite side of things, where remember Canute, he was like the biggest pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. motherfucking badass. Like, I mean, I want to say he's like a fighting type badass, but the things he did, like, um, and again, spoiler alert. Like, obviously, make sure you guys are ca- caught up or don't mind spoilers. But uh, when he, when he poisoned his brother, that was fucked. Oh yeah, bro. Um, look, like it's kind of like the opposite of what's happening, right? He right. is advancing without like physical strength 
And we have on the other side, we have um Torfin that has like immense amount of physical strength and he's just becoming like a useless piece of shit to be honest. I'm not even trying to be like fucked up to the dude, but he's get honest, he's just gonna be tight. But like the my whole thing about that show was war, right? War is the main thing about that show. I want <clears throat> Torfin to be on the battlefield somehow. And the way we're at like the episode and the way it's like um, the plot's going right now. It doesn't seem like he's ever gonna get on the battlefield. Like I need Torfin on the battlefield. Like he's just, he's just a demon, and that's what we need to. That's what we want to see. Like I just um, don't think he's he's not built to be a slave. That's just it. No, no, I'm totally with you. You know, you know what's like. I have an opinion on this, and I'm not sure I'm going in the right direction. What's up? But both of us like. We don't really watch a lot of seinen anime. This is probably one of the first ones for you. I, I've I've oh, okay. seen a few. You know what I mean. Yeah. So obviously, there's not like a bunch of shonen tropes in there, and this might be one where it's a little bit catering towards like a more mature, older audience. Where you know it's not always good versus bad. You know, one and two. There's a lot more abstract concepts in there. Yeah, 100%. I don't know if yeah, yeah. So I don't know if this has to do with that. You know what I mean? In the sense that the storytelling is going to be a lot less generic i guess you know what i mean it's gonna be more advanced not that the other stories are not but like like i guess like yeah 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 go ahead keep going like okay so okay so i mean i i get what you're saying for sure i i agree with it completely that's what i'm saying like if they go okay so if this is just like a little like um dip that he has and then he gets really fucking crazy he goes all out you know he does something crazy at the end then I'll say, like, that's great by the author, what he did, bring him down, and then bringing him super high up, that's, like, amazing. But from what I'm seeing at the moment, I cannot make those type of predictions. I just see, like, the way it's headed, it doesn't look like that. But obviously, you know, anime is all about the plot twist and all that, so, I mean, I can see that happening for sure. You know, in my opinion, one of the biggest letdowns is um the fact that Mappa took this over from Wit, right? And obviously, you know, Wit does a pretty good job, yeah. but we all know how good of a job Mappa does. So, like, that the fact that that happened and not being a manga reader and knowing what was going to happen in this series, you know, I thought there was going to be a tons of action and that type of stuff. 100%. Like, yeah. Mappa goes crazy on the fights. Right, man. And we just haven't seen it, man. And it, it sucks to have such a good studio and, you know, really nothing to get back from it. Yeah. Literally, I kind of. I kind of want to talk about, like, I kind of want to segue this into another blonde character that I've been watching as of recently a lot. And I mean, you just put me on to um, Tokyo Revengers. I binged through the whole thing, honestly. But the concept of Tokyo Revengers itself is great. And I think Takamichi is kind of the opposite, like straight up, the exact opposite of Torfin. Like, we got a guy, right, that has no physical strength. He's getting his ass beat because he can't fight. But he's still trying to fight as much as he can. Like He's still trying to do as much as he can, but he can't do shit. That's the whole premise of it, right? But we got Torfin over here who can do everything. He can do whatever he wants physically to these dudes. <clears throat> but he has no resolve. And on the other hand, we have Takamichi that has like the greatest resolve ever, right? He's versing like the most OP characters. He's just, he's honestly just getting beat the shit out of until Mikey Mikey and Dragon come. Like he's just really getting beat the shit out of. But he's doing it for a pure like reason. And what I'm trying to like say is like 
they're basically they're using their fighting abilities and their power both in very different ways and it's because of the way like their emotions feel right so we have Takamichi that is doing it to save somebody right he knows that he's weak but he's doing anything in his power to save his girl or to save and it's not even his girl anymore the more he goes back in time the more people he has to save so it's like a lot there's a lot of pressure on his shoulder but he takes the pressure and you know he fights his way through and Torfin, like, okay, so he had a lot of pressure. He did his fight his way through. But now we're at a point where he's just, he's done. He's like, his whole, like, his morale is beat. And he just, he's literally the exact opposite of Takamichi. He's just getting, he's getting beat the shit out of for no reason. Takamichi's getting beat the shit out of because to save, to save people. What do you think about, like, Takamichi and Tokyo yeah. within itself? Yeah, so going back to what we were talking about earlier, like the the steps and character development between these two are just completely polar opposites. Like, you know, uh, obviously first season of Inland Saga, you know, he was, Thorfinn was like a revenge, like an Avenger, you know what I mean? Like he wanted to avenge his father, you know, he wanted to you know, like kind of murk people off and get stronger so that he can kill Askeladd and all that. And yeah. then the steps of his direction in season two for his character development, he's basically... I don't I don't know man he's like what's the right word I guess he's descending from that mentality he's not he doesn't want to be Avenger he wants to be like a pacifist man he doesn't really want to do anything he just wants to be free which you know he was free from like you know to, to begin with you know what I mean yeah so like yeah exactly. he doesn't really like his his character development is not something that we like to see in in like anime main characters I guess you can say like there is potential for like you know like a setback is a huge like like setup you know what i mean where he could have a huge comeback you know what i mean yeah, like, exactly. there's potential for yeah. that which i'm hoping happens i'm pretty sure everyone else is hoping that it happens you know obviously there's there's got to be that cuz i think that in storytelling that's one of the biggest and like most important concepts that really makes a story great is when like a character has like a setback and they they turn out like you know it makes them stronger like yeah. obviously you know the whole luffy thing um where you know ace i'm not gonna say it because you know just in case if you if you live under a rock you know what i mean but exactly bro yeah. if you if you have not heard this part of one piece go watch it like i don't know what <laughs> you're doing straight up bro yeah but okay. basically something happens to luffy's brother and um yeah that made luffy like a million times stronger you know what i mean so i'm waiting for that to happen with orphan and then on the other side of things you know you got takamichi who was basically you know a good for nothing you know he worked at the video store had nothing to do um and he kind of changed all that because he had a reason to fight so not only that but like one side where thorfinn's like emotionless and then takamichi is like super emotional you know with all that crying that he does and all that you know what i mean so it's like it's, yeah. it's actually kind of crazy that these two characters have completely opposite like character development steps and you know personalities yeah i think um you were talking about their emotions i think that's like the main factor on why they're so they're so alike but they're so different right so their emotions are the things that are dictating this whole thing like takamichi's emotions are actually crazy and he actually knows how to kind of you know um, what do you call it? Like he knows how to indulge in his emotions. He knows how to use his emotions for the greater good. And we have somebody like um Torfin, right? 
He's been he grew up on the battlefield his whole life, and right now is the first time he's actually ever feeling emotion. It's actually crazy. Like he's he's learning a lot from Aner. He's like a lot of his a lot of the emotions that Aner went through, he kind of like portrays on him as in he's been pillaged, he's been, you know, his parents have been, you know, killed, sister's been killed. Yo, you know what just hit me? What's you know, up? so Aner's like the supporting character, right? So in the other universe where we're talking about like Tokyo Revengers, Mikey is a supporting character and he's emotionless. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like one oh. side has that emotionless character, that side character, and one has that emotional side character. So that's okay. that's another yeah. way to look at it. I mean, I, let me elaborate on that real quick. So I mean, I love that you brought the um, the similarities between the side characters. And it's like kind of a parallel between Takemichi and Thorfinn because, okay, so the side characters, right? We have two people. We have Mikey who can fight and then we have Aider who cannot fight, right? And we have one guy that's emotional, right? And then Aider and then we have one guy that's emotionless. And it's literally a flip between the main characters and the side characters. And I think Takemichi the way Takemichi is to Mikey is the same way Aner is to is to Torfin. But I think Torfin, he just the thing is Torfin, he needs more. He needs more of a push. He the, okay, so the dude, right, has been on the battlefield his whole life. He does not know what emotions are. The only emotions that the dude knows is that, bro, I've only seen death, right? I first of all, I've only seen death. I see my dad die in front of me. That's traumatic as fuck. Like at this point. This dude has only seen death and he needs someone to kind of bring him back to like regular, like regular hood, you could say. And then we have Mikey, like he's seen the same thing technically, right? He's seen his brother get killed by his own gang members, right? By his own boys, by his own, like basically brothers. And from that point, he gets really emotionless. And I think Takamichi is there, like, Takemichi is a good for nothing. Why is he in that gang? Like, he's not really... Like, the dude is now, like, a commander in the gang. Like, how? The dude is literally a freaking wimp that no one... Like, like that can't be anybody, to be honest. But he's that support. He is that role for Mikey. He's not support, but I'm saying he is that support for Mikey. As in the mental support for Mikey. The same way Aner is for um, Torfin. And that's, like, a great, like... It's kind of crazy how both these shows, they they have such similarities, but then they has they have such contrasts. And the way it works is just kind of crazy. Yo, so let me ask you something before we wrap up this episode. Yeah. So obviously, you know, you we both really enjoyed season one of Inland Saga. Season two, I mean, I can assume <laughs> by the way you kind of talked about it, you don't really like it, right? I'm giving it a four. You're gonna give it a four, right? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been kind of enjoyable, but at the same time, I'm still waiting for that, you know. Okay, so, step. yeah, exactly. So, if he gets that comeback that we're talking mm-hmm. about, right. bumping it to an 8 or a 7, nice, right? Nice. Straight up. But if it doesn't, it might go down to a 3, like, straight up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even trying to trash on Villain Saga. It's just the thing is, right, when you make Season 1 so good, <clears throat> you cannot make Season 2 shitty. Because our expectations are already so high that, like, if you bring it down, we're going to give you an even worse rating than it deserves. But that's, like, literally the opposite for um 
Tokyo Revengers for me. Like, I'll give Tokyo Revengers a good 7-8 now, right now. Because he, like, okay, so the way Season 2 ended, there's still so much, like, there's so much that to expect. There's so much that we got. Like, everything is running so smoothly. I think the way the pacing goes within Tokyo Revengers 2 is very, very good. It's like we get, um, like, new characters. We get new gangs we get new fights every like couple every every other episode or every episode it's just it's 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 great and out of the two blondes i honestly think the weaker blonde takimichi is winning at this point well that's just me. yeah yeah so you yeah. kind of answered my question i was gonna ask you uh which series you like more and which one you like better for season two but you okay. kind of answered my question uh, okay so for season two alone mm-hmm. I, li- I like um tokyo avengers better but for season one you got me with Villain Saga for sure. Yeah. Like Villain Saga season one is not losing. Like it was actually good. Great fights. Great story. It was such a good build up. Like everything was great. And honestly, Tokyo Avengers was good too, but it just didn't have that caliber of. Okay, so there's a lot of patches in, in Tokyo Avengers that I still have questions for. Like, how the fuck is Mikey this strong? Who the fuck trained him? How the fuck is Racken the strong? Like, we need to know all this shit. Why are the the captains OP as fuck? Like, how are these Seriously. guys 13 looking like they fucking, they're like Where 30. are the parents? <laughs> they, they got no parents, did they? Where are the parents? How are these delinquents out, out and about? Where the fuck are the cops? Like, yo, there's mad questions that have for Tokyo Avengers, but that's why I can't, like, put it over um villain saga but then again i also do love the fighting and i do love like okay so you know me i don't like characters just being op just off rip like you know like gojo and like there's a lot of characters i just don't like just being op for no reason right like to the point where like nobody can defeat them unless it's like a hundred people like that's that's what mikey is to me like the dude is just the op and you don't know like and it's not even like the dude's like 19 20 or he's been in competitions or this is that like he's a regular he's a actually a below average 12 year old in that world like he's he's very below average in height physicality and all that but yet he's a dog when it comes to fighting i mean honestly i love that about him that he's so small but he's so like devastating but bro how the fuck did that make sense come on now no i'm with you i'm with you like yeah oh wait honestly though like when you compare it like vinland saga's Okay, yeah, there are some uh, exaggerations and whatnot, but like, it's so like it it's it seems pretty realistic, right? Like the way yeah. they do war and all that stuff. So I like that aspect. But yeah, man. Um, any closing thoughts before we end this pod? Closing thoughts are honestly, <clears throat> Meezy, you took it on this one. Season two is called Midland Saga two. Season two cannot cannot argue with that right now. And shout out Meezy, bro. Damn, bro. That's crazy. That's the first time I think uh, he's ever hit, man, to not play a play. <laughs> My boy, bro. I think yeah. that's it, though. I think I think that sums it all up, yeah. to be honest. All right, that's guys. It. We uh, appreciate you guys for listening to the pod. I know this one came out a little bit late. Um, you guys don't see this, but every time I mute my mic when Owen's talking, I'm coughing up a storm. I'm, I'm like, sniffing on that Vicks. You know, you know what Vicks is? <laughs> Yeah, the, Bro, the gel, the gel. Yeah, that is so OP. If you guys are sick, make sure you guys get Vicks. This is not a sponsor, <laughs> but they better sponsor me for this, man. 
But anyways, yeah, yeah like I, I'm dying, bro. But I appreciate you guys for you know hanging in there a little bit and you know waiting yeah, for this pod to come out. Prayers up for my boy A Ray. He stuck hey, around. Man. Let's fucking get it, bro. It was a great show. Let's get it. Have a great day, Lord, guys. Man. Peace. Peace.